Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. All right, it's a new year. It's a new year. Woo woo. All right. January 2nd, 2019. Yesterday was January 1st. And I am hereby dubbing January 1st Diet Day. International Diet Day. So many people started off yesterday on ways of eating that they will not sustain much past February. Just true. So, yeah. If you've been paying attention over the last set of weeks, there's been a reboot resume thing happening here at Brightline Eating. I've been talking about this reframe, this way of looking at the journey of living happy, thin and free long-term, losing weight, getting into a right-sized body and staying there that debunks the popular myth that, you know, once you kind of find the silver bullet, you'll sail off into the sunset successful and it'll just be easy. It's kind of never like that. And the reality is we all cycle even if we're not breaking our bright lines, we cycle. I talked in a recent vlog on the what the hell effect in advance that um, people are misunderstanding this sine wave um, to mean that that means we're giving ourselves license to break our lines or that I'm predicting that everyone will break their lines. That's not the case. It means that even if you're not breaking your lines, your program and your food still cycle. Sometimes you're really clean and really free and other times, you know, you're a little bit less clean and a little bit less free. I've been doing this for a long time. I promise you it, it ebbs and flows. Talk to anyone who has a crystal vase, um, meaning they've never broken their bright lines. They'll say, yeah, it ebbs and flows, right? Even if you don't break your lines. So anyway, We've been talking about this Reboot Resume thing, and uh, we just launched this new course, Reboot Resume, and we got a lot of people in the course. And um, registration opened on December 28th. So people registered on December 28th, December 29th, December 30th, December 31st, and then January 1st came along. Registration is closing tomorrow, January 3rd. Uh, so yes, we will put a link down below if you want to register this is it. You got like just until the end of the day, January 3rd to register. That's not what this vlog is about. This is for your convenience. The point is December 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st. I watched myself think, am I going to hustle and put like a let's get you started back on clean, bright lines experience like module into this course so that people can start on January 1st. And I felt on December 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, this like pull to do that. And then this pull against the idea of doing that. Like I put stuff in that course for like ready for people who register right away on December 28th. I put powerful like inventory questions and a very powerful challenge, like experimental challenge. Like I want you to take, start taking this action. Like in my estimation, the number one thing that people need that they're not doing, I gave them a challenge to start doing it. I gave them stuff to do, but none of it involved the like, um, 
sort of bright line eating boot camp crossing the line meditation like we're gonna you know mentally get you launched on your bright lines again none of it was that and um, I will put that in the course actually it just wasn't the time for it yet and yet January 1st was coming and I thought oh my gosh dare I not like you know give them the like let's get you started on your day one in time for January 1st <laughs> and I didn't I didn't do it I didn't give them the the process for getting started again. Now, a lot of them have already started again. This is a course for, um, you know, seasoned Brightliners. They know how to start. You freaking write down your food in your journal and you start eating it. Like it's not, you know, they know that. So lots of them started already. Um, but, you know, it got me thinking about this January 1st thing. And then I started calling it diet day in my head. Like, here's another thing that's been happening. I have a really good friend and we've been in touch a lot lately and he is really into setting intentions for the new year. As a matter of fact, it's been a thing for him. Like, you know, he makes lots of goals for the new year. Like we're talking 25, 30 intentions, everything from, you know, I wanna watch the movie Casablanca this year to, you know, whatever you know, major, more significant ones. Anyway, he was really focused on like looking back at 2018 and writing intentions for 2019. And he spent like all day one day doing it, like writing out intentions and like thinking about what he wanted 2019 to be. And he invited me to kind of like participate a little bit like hey if you want to write out your intentions for 2019 I'd love to share them with you and like hear what you're doing and share with you what I'm doing and um, I watched myself like spend some time on um, either December 31st or January 1st funny enough I don't even remember which now um, reading my five-year journal to reflect back on 2018 but I never set any intentions for 2019 I still haven't I might but I haven't put pen to paper yet to set any intentions for 2019. Notice I'm resisting the word goals for some reason. Isn't that interesting? So there's this psychological theory that says that we learn about ourselves by watching our behavior. That's what's been happening for me. I've watched my reactions to this whole year turning over from 2018 to 2019, and I've been learning about myself from my reaction. I'm experiencing this resistance to diving in with any fresh momentum for the new year to like make declarations or intentions or even start my people on their day one on January 1st. And um, here's what I've noticed. If I look back, I've been doing this now, this is my 16th new year doing this way of eating, 16. If I look back, there is an incredibly strong correlation between how strong I was in my program, how clean my lines were, how strong my habits were. It's an inverse, it's a negative correlation between how strong my lines were and how motivated I am come January 1st to set a New Year's resolution or set intentions or turn over a new leaf. 
the stronger I am in my program as December 31st comes along, the less inclined I am to dive into the new year feeling of like, it's a new year, it's a new chance, I'm gonna start fresh. Because I guess I'm kind of like, start fresh with what? I'm like, I'm the person I wanna be, I'm doing what I wanna do, and I've got a set of habits going that I had to layer in that took time, and I'm kind of saturated out. Like I'm doing all the things that it takes to live a bright life, and, um, you know, there might be little tweaks or stuff or something, you know, like, um, you know, maybe I want to extend my meditation by a little bit, or maybe I just want to make sure I get to better, you know, on time or whatever. But um, there's this sense of like, I'm already doing it. So as I look back, there, remember, I always talk about this, there were eight years where I didn't break my lines ever. And um, I don't think I set a New Year's resolution once in those eight years. Um, when I'm off track, the more I'm off track, the more inclined I am to like really feel um, motivated and like really swept in to the January 1st, I'm gonna set New Year's resolutions. And it is exciting. I have to say, I really do in those moments like feel very buoyed up, very happy, very clear about the, the intentions that I'm setting, the goals I'm setting. And it feels like a big boon to my well-being to set those intentions. I don't know how long they last, really. I don't know that I'm any better than the average citizen at achieving New Year's resolutions. Um, the principle at play here is um, what James Clear calls uh, the difference between an outcome orientation and an identity orientation. And January 1st, International Diet Day, <laughs> is the day that we are most encouraged by our societal expectations to have an outcome orientation, which is the least helpful in terms of sustained change. And 91% of New Year's resolutions, you know, have owners who <laughs> voluntarily will tell you that they did not achieve them as the, at the end of the year, right? 91% uh, of New Year's resolutions are unqualified failures. So um, I think a lot of that has to do with the outcome orientation, right? Like the idea that we say, we set these smart goals, these specific measurable goals that are all about outcomes. I will lose 40 pounds by June 1st. I will be able to do a pull-up by, you know, you know, by December 31st at the end of this year. I will run a marathon this year. I will outcome, 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 outcome. An identity orientation is... I am somebody who does bright line eating long-term. I, I do this. I am a bright lifer. I am on this mothership for good. Um, I never miss workouts. I practice pull-ups every day. I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> uh, I would love to be able to do a pull-up someday in my life. You've heard me say that before probably. Um, I am a runner. It's an identity right? Those are identities. These are outcomes and those are identities. So um, what I want to say is, you know, International Diet Day can feel like a really great day to start fresh. And that freshness can provide a lot of wonderful momentum and really good feelings. So if you have set New Year's resolutions and if you're starting clean and fresh because it's January 1st, if you have done that, 
I want to say that's okay. Good for you. And I also want to say, do yourself the favor right now with that strong motivation and consider deeply and carefully the identity that you want to foster that will give it legs, that will give it staying power. The question is, who do you need to be to make that outcome come true at some point in the future? And ideally, who do you need to be to, to reap those benefits long after you've achieved that specific goal, whatever it is, right? For me today, I do bright line eating. I take care of myself with the food that I eat and the program that I work because I am ridiculously high on the susceptibility scale and it does not work for me to eat off my plan. It just doesn't. So I do the things I have to do, primarily making phone calls to my sponsor and to my Brightline Eating sponsor and other people in the Brightline Eating program every day, meditating every morning and doing my darndest to get to bed on time using a nightly checklist at night to track my habits, to measure and monitor the things that matter on my journey, reading an inspirational reading morning and night, being in the Gideon games, which is a, a structure that really serves me. That's something we do in Bright Lifers. Those are the things I do. I'm on the mothership solidly. And I'm doing that already. I was in November, I was in December, and now it's January 2nd and I'm still doing it. So for myself, I haven't set any new intentions for 2019. I'm not saying I won't, I might. But notice that it's okay with me that if, you know, if I set some intentions on January 6th or January 10th or whatever, it's not too late. It's not too late for you either. But really the question is, who do we need to be to make those things happen? What's the identity? And then the second step is, what are the habits or processes or systems that will serve us? Once we've got that identity in place, the next layer is the habits, the processes, the actions. The outcomes are outcroppings or results that happen as the result of getting those two things right. So, the day after International Diet Day, <laughs> which is not something that it exists, except in my own head, just something I thought of. Um, don't go Googling International Diet Day. I don't think it's called that. But the day after International Diet Day, I just wanted to share with you that perspective that oftentimes, I, I've found at least, there's an inverse correlation between how strongly I'm working my program and how inclined I am to give two wits about January 1st. Although I do have to admit that when I've really gotten excited about New Year's resolutions, it felt great in the moment. But the deepest question is, who do I have to be to make that stuff come true? I'll leave you with that thought. Happy New Year. I love you endlessly and endlessly and endlessly. And I'll see you next week.